Facebook Marketplace Ooh. items as a new homeowner, and it's been it's been getting dicey. It's been going on a little bit of a ride. It's Facebook Marketplace is weird because like Craigslist, you could just like contact people, and you're like, "Yo, I just want to exchange information, like no exchange of information. Just give me your couch and let's roll." But now you got to yeah. like see their family. Yeah, when you're like, when you're like oh, I see you have six kids. I'm not buying this fucking couch. Yeah, That's you got to go in there, meet the whole fam. Yeah, some good demographic info on where you just moved. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a very roundabout way of doing like the sex predator search. Yeah. It's yeah. like just spend all day on Craigslist checking out couches. You're like that guy. Yeah, this this couch has shackles. Free couches, by the way, not even like it's a real specific type of couch you're looking at when you're looking for free couches. Yeah. Yeah, and it's different from Craigslist because I'm so used to just going on Craigslist, you know, just pump and dump type of deal. You can't mm-hmm. do that to the families on Facebook Marketplace. It's a little bit of a different uh, different game. I, I, I bought a bike <laughs> one time from somebody on Facebook Marketplace, and I went over to their house on like a Saturday morning, and their kids were playing outside. And then the guy was like walking me through his bike sh- like collection. He's like, any of these like uh, tickle your fancy? <laughs> I'm like, do any of them work? He's like, nah, but some are less broken than others. <laughs> and then his wife, because I pulled up in a beer van uh, to pick it up, she was like, you, if, if you want to, you could just trade us beer. <laughs> and the husband was like, no, you cannot. I want cash. <laughs> he wanted cash for broken <laughs> yeah. bicycles? Yeah, like, which was fair. I was going to give him like 40 bucks for like, you know, I could replace a chain or something. But then the lady was like, give me like six cores. We could call it a day. <laughs> well, I think she's a genius. They were going to scrap the bikes, right? She was like, trade the bikes for cans. Scrap the cans. <laughs> yeah, business uh, entrepreneurs in South Jersey. They're always thinking, always on their feet. Yeah, I like it. Where um, you guys are both born and raised, South Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What, what towns specifically? Uh, I was I was uh, born at the Underwood Hospital in Woodbury. Hell yeah! Now Tell we're getting... your doctor. Yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> and I grew up in Woodbury Heights, New Jersey. Ooh. And how about you, Rusty? Uh, I uh, grew up in Willingboro, New Jersey, and Fuck. then yeah, dude. And That's... then in my teens, I hit Mount Laurel. Yeah, I like it. You're like I hit Mount Laurel. Yeah. Like you're going from bar to bar at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Started in Willingboro, ended up at Mount Laurel. Actually, it's quite the jump. Exactly. Actually. <laughs> I, was I was waiting. Yeah, Willingboro. I mean, my my dad grew up in Willingboro back in the six. 60s and 70s a little bit of a different um town um back in the the olden days um but i didn't know you grew because i grew up in edgewater park right across the highway i didn't know you were actually in willingboro dude i'm, I'm from uh, uh, garfield north i think it was oh i think i know someone got stabbed there actually and that's why we On moved a, there's, yeah. bas- there's basketball <laughs> <was> courts. <laughs> oh basketball court definitely not me <laughs> oh no the guy i know got stabbed on a basketball court so this is uh no no i was <laughs> cheerleading i was like the guys in the longest yard you know that are in the prison thing they're wearing all the skimpy tracy outfits morgan. yeah 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 tracy morgan and uh there's a few other fellers that i oh who were they who, some of the guys in that movie i forget but yeah that was me that was me during it i couldn't make it onto the court because you see how i look oh i know that as you know my dad was your basketball oh, coach yeah fun fact oh actually i didn't even introduce you guys yet so these are the <laughs> fellers this has been the collaboration of the year in the south jersey podcast space that everybody from salem to bordentown have been asking for um this is Jeff Colella and Rustard Wright from the Big Boy Mountain Podcast. 
Dude, thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. I love we, that Tinder radius that's recommending <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> From Salem to Bordentown. We're all the way down here to all the way up. Yeah. And we can go all the way across the Island Beach State Park and down to Cape May. That entire quadrant, really. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, as I soon have, as you get to Central Jersey, though, they're not clamoring for us anymore. No, nobody up in Pennington or Freehold gives a <laughs> fuck about the South Jersey bad boys. But now it's an interesting combination between the uh, bad boys and big boys. So what what do you define True. as big boys? For, I mean, you already know what bad boys are, but what are the right. big boys? Is it just like you're finally a big boy? Do you remember the period in your life where you switched over from sharding your pants and trying to hide it? Just sharding your pants and being like, yo, I just shit myself. Yeah. Yep. That's what it means to be a big boy. Yes. Essentially, if you're just loud and proud, you're fucking in, dude. <laughs> like if you if you embrace, like, I'll tell Rob like, dude, I went to the doctors today. Here's every detail, and it was brutal. And he's like, Really? I'm like, I just had to admit that to some So really it's just about like getting on the mountain, being above the law, giving yeah. up some offerings to the spirits and just kind of, you know. Be vulnerable and embarrassing on the mountain because nobody can hear you up here. Fuck. Dude, that, nobody can dude. fucking hear you up here. That's like the same mentality we take on the Bad Boys program. Just doing bad boy stuff with your bad boy friends yes. and being vulnerable at your innermost insecurities. Exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. Something about just being Jersey as hell, dude, just yeah. makes us... We're not, Dude, I will say, since doing the podcast, I mean, I've always kind of embraced it with like being a comedian, obviously, but the more you steer into... The embarrassing things, the, yeah. the funnier it is. Like oh, yeah. everything that's embarrassing is funny as hell. But like your ego, when you're like a kid or something, you're like, I can't possibly be embarrassed. You guys are all the worst. You're like, yeah, dude, this is sick. But it's even like that today with some adults. They don't even want to admit that they've ever had an embarrassing point in their lives. Everything has been so peachy. Mm -hmm. uh, it just feels so much better to just like feed into the degeneracy and just. Uh, well, that's at least on my side. But that mm -hmm. just is uh, kind of lets out all of those embarrassing moments. I mean, yeah. It's pretty it's, wild. If you want to do like comedy anyway, it's not so you hit rock bottom and accept it. Like, you know what I mean? You need to let go of yeah. those things. Yeah. If you start, like, why are you hiding juicy ass details about yourself, like, from yourself? You yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. I, um, even, I don't even think I've even told you. Here's one of my things I always go back to. I thought about this the other day. I could not understand, especially today, as opposed to when I was younger. When I was younger, when texting first came out and there was T9 and uh, flip phones and slide phones, I had a slide phone. And I would text like an absolute piece of shit. Like <laughs> I, I can't stand people that talk like that on the internet now. Like back then, it was cool to abbreviate every single oh, thing. Yeah. I would spell what W U T. Like I was just an absolute piece of shit. And somehow people still talk to me on texting. Ames. I don't know if people were that desperate or what the yeah. deal was, but oh my god, love L U V. Yeah, 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 that. And I would oh, use dude. twos in the middle of words instead mm -hmm. of putting T O. I would put a two. It didn't matter where it was in the word. It's like the equivalent of finding your old like poetry book from high school. You're just like. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I wrote like a paragraph like this, mm -hmm. dude. I just think it's funny as a society. Like very quickly, we were like, "Yo, people can't be typing like this." Release the full keyboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Release the full. They were like, "Dude, T nine gone, done. Yeah, yeah. We're not keeping it." We started doing swipes. Remember that? Like, I mean, I still use it sometimes. You'll just swipe around the letters. They brought like, that back recently, right? I, dude, I'll use it. Really, dude? Sometimes if I'm like doing something else, I'm just got. I got one finger. I'm just. Damn. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm writing some crazy shit, but I'm like close enough, dude. <laughs> you ever just draw anything on it and see what it says? Yeah, dude. It'll just be me like texting someone like, "Gotta pick up Africa two day later," and you're like, "What?" And you're like, "No, I meant like I was on gonna, Columbus Day, dude." I was gonna, like, I was gonna, <laughs> 
gotta pick up Africa. You're making that joke on Columbus Day, dude. Damn. No, I was saying I gotta rock out to Africa. I'm a big by Toto. Big, no, 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 Weezer. Oh, the Weezer, the cover. <laughs> Damn. Isn't that always t- like I could not live with myself if I created a banger of a song and it was better as a cover than my original? Like they got to feel like pieces of shit, right? There's a couple covers that honestly obviously blow the OGs out of the water, yeah. and it's hard to admit. You're like, I, well, yeah, it's tough, dude. Simple uh, Man by Shine Down rivals Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Swear to God, dude, I'll hit you with a fucking who's the alien ant farm. Annie, are you okay? Smooth Criminal? Get the fuck out oh, of town, dude. I have dude. no idea. No? <laughs> no, I don't The Rock know. Band really? does Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson? No, oh, dude, no. it's sick. I don't know, dude. I, I've been... I was going to sing it for him, but it, I would just be singing Smooth Criminal. I know Criminal. Smooth Criminal, by, but yeah, yeah, I don't know the cover. Oh, uh, dude, I know some... I don't even know. I'm a bit of a cover band guy. But if, <laughs> I don't know if I give off that look or not. Yeah, love a lot of covers. <laughs> it's well, like you know, the boring dad version of a hipster. <laughs> yeah. Just in his cul-de-sac talking about all the cool cover bands he saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is actually, it came up this past weekend. Uh, Brendan uh, had his uh, wedding. Uh, you guys know both know Brendog, and he is now on his honeymoon in Cancun, probably getting an over-the-pants HJ. But <laughs> fucking um, nice, yeah, dude. Nice, yeah. That's basketball a big boy, on the bad beach. boy move. That is. That's both in one. That's a kill two stones with one bird type of situation. You know. He's got to be careful on his honeymoon. He looks like he's going to turn into a sweet little werewolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might be a little uh, little boy on the outside, but a big boy under those basketball shorts. You know. Yeah. Um, so at his wedding, him and Sam, they said that they were going to sing Total Eclipse of the Heart, but not the original um, Bonnie. What's her freaking name? I always forget her last name. Bonnie. Uh, um, I know who you're talking about. Clyde. Yeah, Clyde, I think and it is. Clyde. <laughs> Clyde? Was it Clyde? Bonnie? No, dude. No, Bonnie and Clyde. No, that's that. Uh, that's the the on the vigilantes. Like I don't even know what you would call it. No, they 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 they. I, wait, were they? Both women, or was one? Of, I know that Selma and Louise, they were gay. They they stole money and they drove a car off a cliff or something. <laughs> I might Dude, be mixing them up. Bonnie Tyler, mix- Tyler, that's it. Bonnie Boom. Tyler. I knew it was a simple name like that. Simple name, simple man, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> so they wanted to sing, not the original, but the cover from old school that the Dan Band did during the wedding that Will Ferrell was in, where they go, they're singing it, but he just drops F-bombs throughout it. Yeah. Why don't you fucking turn around? Like, he just, yeah. So they, don't, they sung that version of it. Sam fucking killed it. She's got some pipes on her. Yeah. Brendan was kind of all over the place. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was good, though. It was good. Like, those types of covers. Oh, hold on. I And first of all, that's a that's a that's a lot of points in theory on a oh, big yeah. boy mountain is saying that you sang total eclipse of the heart at your wedding i gotta say though yeah. is brendan a singer i honestly i couldn't get it good enough because they had a live band there okay they had a live band and they were playing it and they were fucking feeling it i mean they were just ripping it and then sam was singing and they were trying to trade back and forth and i think brendan was feeling it at that point he was kind of i don't know looked like it's standard dad in a karaoke bar of course his first time out uh past 11 p.m in years you know like one of those types of situations um and i couldn't really get a good handle but i mean sam was like fucking pushing him back and just gripping parts of it so fire i'm telling you right now if someone was like yeah you have to sing at your wedding i'd be like we're not getting married there's no way i would ever ever dude i would net if my fiance was like i'll leave you if you don't sing in front of all of our friends and family i'd be like i'll see you later dude yeah. i would this never do over. that yeah. Yeah. she said fuck a ring give me real collateral <laughs> i would never pull a fucking high school musical zach efron uh just a number out yeah dude, just, <laughs> would you say you're afraid to shoot the outside jay 
No, dude. I think I'm afraid to sing and sound gay. <laughs> You're afraid to shoot the outside gay, dude? Yeah, I am. No, well, no, sorry. I could have went with never, never away with that. But I would never shoot the outside gay. Only if he comes inside my house. Yeah. Then I'd fucking take him out. <laughs> no. God, no props Where to Brendan, did you then. move? What? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I own land now. So now I'm a very, uh, I, I've become a little bit more of a elephant than donkey if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it just it changes like overnight right like once you get into the house and you finally close on it, you just go outside and you just want to spit on people walking on your sidewalk <laughs> i hope i never find out what taxes are <laughs> oh god especially in this state jesus oh, i mean nightmare that's why i feel like i gotta get my money's worth i gotta stand outside and just bitch at the kids walking by staring at the lawn and i was like hey you can stare at it but you better not touch it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> better keep it moving there yeah just <laughs> I pay taxes. That could be your excuse for anything. It doesn't it matter. Anything that goes on in your town, just show up and be like, I pay taxes in this town. It's and true. They might take your opinion a little more seriously. I think it's funny because I'm like, yo, get all these people away from our house. And my fiance is like, aren't you so excited for trick-or-treaters? And I'm oh, like, nah, dude. Damn. No, I'm not. Do you guys anticipate or if neighbors told you that you're in like a hot spot for trick-or-treaters? Well, our, my corner is the uh, town bus stop for the kids. Ooh, a pedophile's wet dream. <laughs> the I will wait, the town bus stop? I There's one like, in the town? It's all like the, the neighborhood one, I think. The school or like New Jersey Transit? What do you? I think honestly, I both. think multiple levels because there's two different buses that come, and some picks up the smaller kids, and then some pick up like the medium kids. <laughs> so you know that's funny because some of the elementary schools and middle schools can possibly go like pick them up before a high school does or in mm -hmm. reverse order. It, I usually my high school where I went, it was we started way early, so the older you got, the earlier you had to get out. But then I've heard of other school districts where it's the complete opposite, where younger kids go in earlier and high school kids are a little bit behind. Um, when I so, got out of high school, I got out when, my high school. I got out at two thirty-seven. Ours was like two ten, I think. Damn, bro! But we started our homeroom was at like seven thirty, I think. What was your last period of the day? Go home and smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, two ten, dude. Are you kidding? Two ten, yeah. Because our practices for and this is circling back to the conversation with your dad. Our practices started at like two thirty every they day. They did actually. Yeah, I was sitting on the bleachers. I fucking hated you guys. <laughs> I hated you. I hated basketball. I could hear the sneakers squeaking over my chemical romance in my fucking headphones. Were you on the bleachers watching Dan play? Was I, yeah, that? I want to say I remember. I yeah. now remember Mr. Wright's son coming to basketball practice, and then years later, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I didn't even put it together until right now. Well, of course I remember because like me seeing you, that's like. You know, Ed, everyone in Florida remembers the one time in their life they saw snow. Like, <laughs> you playing on my dad's inner city team? I was like, you're damn. just sitting there in your head like one of us. <laughs> I was like, damn, I could have made my dad proud. I thought it wasn't even in the cards. So close. We were so close, dude. Those, I, I mean, I played for two years. I played uh, on the freshman team because our, our team that were pretty good. There was no way yeah. I was getting on JV as a freshman. Played JV my sophomore year, but then they switched practice schedules to do two days during the winter where we had practice at like 5 a.m. or something and then after school too and I'm like I could have done that with football in the summertime for 8 a.m. practices, but I'm not practicing before school and then showering with the entire team before homeroom. Like I'm not fucking It's a wild that. move. It's so, a wild so move. So expect like, me to learn after I see all those dicks in the morning? <laughs> yeah. How do you expect me to get that out of my head especially i got dunked on in a jv game i'm like I'm, oh. i've had enough 
and it wasn't even oh. like a fast. <gasps> did you? Yeah, and it was, we were at Life Center. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up like near Florence, and they have like a whole fucking academy. They're basically a charter school. They are. I knew it was a problem when it was a JV game, and we go in there, and we're about ready to take the court, and they turn down the lights, and they had like a spotlight going around. They started playing music, and they do intros for people. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? Is this like? Are we about to like play an NBA like G League team or something? And that's basically what it was. You're like, there's so many parents here. <laughs> But first quarter, I was sitting down on the block. I played, like, small forward, and guy got the ball down low, turned around, and two-hand dunked it, like, without even taking a step in my face. Oh Nuts my in the face, first quarter, and I'm just like, I was standing there, what the fuck do you expect me to do? <laughs> the guy was my height, but he could jump, like, five feet higher than me. So I'm like, this isn't the game for me. Let me go play field hockey. Did time... <laughs> <laughs> Did time, like, slow down and give you time to think about all this? Yes, yes. Yeah, I just thought about it. I was looking down. I saw that everybody else had the cool sneakers. I did not because I was white. My parents didn't know basketball <laughs> shoes. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was always that problem. But your dad, one of my fondest memories of him coaching our freshman uh, team, we had, there was uh, holiday tournaments for basketball between Christmas and New Year's. So, like, we practiced right. over winter break. Um, and we were playing in a tournament. And we were playing, I believe it was New Egypt. And... There isn't anything, uh, not anything, anyone lighter than translucent or, or darker than translucent on that team. It is full of just ghostly looking lanky white men. My people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm their mascot over yeah. there just playing against my dad. Yeah. So this almost looks like you're playing NBA 2K against like a practice squad. Oh, yeah. Against like a D3 college team versus an NBA team. Like that's how it was matched up. And we ended up losing. I don't fucking know how, but we lost. Your dad told us to come to practice the next day. It was on a Saturday right before like New Year's Eve or something. We weren't supposed to have practice, but he's like, we're going to be in there practicing tomorrow morning. We, we get, need it. Yeah. 8 a.m. We go in there. All he did was have us run suicides for like two hours. And then that was the end of practice. And he ended practice by saying, Merry fucking Christmas and slammed the door in the gym and just walked out. Hell yeah. <laughs> that sounds yeah exactly like him except it yeah. didn't even need to be close to christmas because he would say that like if i missed father's day <laughs> but merry fucking christmas well merry fucking christmas to me another father's day gone by with no new necktie <laughs> yeah so to hang myself <laughs> is there any bigger power trip than a grown adult going to a gym full of kids and go when i blow this whistle you run when i blow this whistle you keep running <laughs> when do I we stop when i fucking blow the whistle 88 more times <laughs> i today i can't see myself getting so pissed off to where i just like want to see these kids just like sweat it all out of them um i'd rather like go drink by myself at jay's elbow room on 73 <laughs> like something like that but he was in there 8 a.m just and like it was in between like when we're doing the suicides you know when they're blowing the whistle telling the next group behind you to go but as he's like pacing up and down the floors of the gym is just like like speaking out loud all the thoughts coming into his head most of it probably didn't have anything to do with basketball but he was letting it all out <laughs> anything about my mom or <laughs> my family i don't know why i married that bitch <laughs> <laughs> no that i i can't imagine exactly or think of exactly what it was but every single one of those practices was the same you play basketball like my son <laughs> in his head he was definitely doing like a coach carter montage where like he whips you into shape so yeah. like he was probably yeah. like narrating his own life you know when i uh, closely compared it to at the time um, was the movie Miracle. Remember that? One? I was just, dude. 
the ice skating team when they're the, the, yes. the lights went out of the arena and he's still out there doing it like, again again <laughs> again i was just thinking dude if you guys ended up beating russia in the olympics yeah. suicides were worth it yeah if you didn't who yeah. really gives a shit? <laughs> and Russia to us was Florence High School. We beat them. I mean, in basketball, we would demolish them, but then they would kill us in football. It was always this, like, ah, you guys are a basketball school and we're a football school. It's one of those types of high school rivalries. Damn, are you, a, are you a white basketball bad boy? Yeah. Wearing a Duke hat? Yep, that's right. Dude. Fucking I was just, dude, you're dude, nailing I, it. I just got this the other weekend, too, and it's one of these, like, I didn't realize it was like a trucker hat. It makes my head look like it's up here, but it's actually, like, down here. It is so fucking... It's it looks like good a, on you. Yeah, it's, it's, it fits my ginormous head, but I like the dad hats. I like the, not the snapbacks, but they're, like, you know, close to a one-size-fits-all, got the Nike logo. Yeah, I just got it the other week. I was down there on the campus of my people. Duke versus, versus Notre Dame in football is what we were there to see. Wait, really? What is the campus of your people? Oh, uh, Duke University. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot actually, of whites. Actually, it's really not. A lot of Asians no, down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, that I mean was probably one of the whitest stadiums for a football game you would ever find in the ACC. Yeah. Duke, Notre Dame. Duke, Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah. And they played like a bunch of white guys. It was, who, won, who won that game? Notre Dame did, but it was so frustrating because Duke was winning at the Towards the end of the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. and the Notre Dame quarterback, it was fourth and nineteen, and this is yep. how you know it's a total Duke versus Notre Dame game. Fourth and nineteen, the big white quarterback from Notre Dame was able to scramble and get the first down. Where else can you fucking scramble with a white quarterback and go twenty something yards for a first down on fourth down? It's fucking I'm actually, I'm actually the quarterback of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> you look like him, dude. I know. Holy shit! His name? What's his name? Sam. Um, I forget his Koala. name. <laughs> you no, look dude, just like him. Somebody did. Somebody did send that to me, and they were like, "Dude, good luck on the upcoming season." And I was like, "This dude is so fucking hot. Thank you for saying that. This dude's so hot. There's no way I should be compared to him. Like, I look like that guy found out three months ago that he got cancer and just refuses to start treatment." Like, dude, that's what I look like. That version of that guy. Oh my god, that's fantastic! I didn't even put that together to right now. Duke and Notre Dame is a pretty. Did you go to Duke or no? No, I just did. a fan of Duke. I, I was growing up actually partially playing basketball on an all uh, black team for the most part. Name the Blue Devils. <laughs> they are the Blue Devils. Uh, the D, my name with the Blue Devil worked into it. I'm like fuck, nice. I'm sold. But when I was in middle school, I was legitimately in high school. There was a couple of white guys that were on the team with me. There was maybe two or three of us any given year out of like the team of fifteen or whatever. But growing up in uh, middle school, eighth grade, I was the only white guy on an all-black team. The guy's uh, uh, dad was the coach, and it was Mr. Dupree. And I remember him telling me <laughs> during practice after a few games, we went undefeated on the season. I mean, I barely played, but we went undefeated. Um, Did you call why. him Coach Mr. Dupree? <laughs> no, he, he just wanted to go by Mr. Dupree. Coach Mr. Dupree. <laughs> yeah, coach Mr. Dupree. <laughs> I was the awkward white guy that didn't know how to talk to like people at that point, too. I'm sure he was just like, what the fuck? I mean, he probably had there's no way he came to these practices not lit up i mean i would be i yeah. mean these practices were and i was Dude. out there trying my damnedest or darndest as the whites say damnedest <laughs> <laughs> that's right and he pulled me aside and was just like i think you gotta watch white people play basketball and i was Smart. like he's because like the way they're running their offense did not include me and i was trying to be included yeah and he was basically in the nicest way possible saying why don't you just stay
way beyond the three-point line. Mm-hmm. And if we need you, we'll give you the ball. Know your role. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, go home and watch Duke play. They're on ESPN all the time. <laughs> Nationally televised games. So I did, and I this started watching real? them. This is real, yeah. <laughs> J.J. Redick was like a junior at the time. So I'm like, fuck, oh, yeah. look at this guy fucking shooting 95% Lights from the free-throw line. He Three-pointer, like, all t- I was like, fuck, Adam Morrison, I couldn't stand the mustache on him at the time. Now I kind of respect it. That was the rivalry in my head. It's J.J. versus Adam Morrison. <laughs> Meanwhile, there was, like, some legitimate, you know, greats playing at the time, but I was focused on J.J. Redick and Adam Morrison. On the, on the whites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just loved the way that Duke put their offense together. It was the classics, some pick and rolls, you know, the fundamentals. I was all about it. Yeah, you felt included. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't touch rim, but I could slap the hell out of that backboard. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what. On those layups before the games, holy shit, I would sometimes nip the padding. I mean, I was close. And uh, that's how I just really loved to grow up watching Duke. And then over time, I ended up doing a digital um, marketing course online. That's what I do full time. But I did it um, on Duke's website. It became like an ambassador for them. They gave me a Duke.edu email address because I was like helping pitch their program to prospective students. And then I was able to get access to um, tickets easier. Dude, you like white collar Rudy did. Yeah, yeah. After the fact, too. It's like I wasn't even a student there, but like <laughs> technically online for a year. I don't know. So I got basketball tickets, started going to the football games, started showing up at the volleyball games, really into it. Frat you know? parties. Yeah, <laughs> I was at frat parties. You know, I just I started buying in the school store. They have like clearance racks and I would buy them that said like, you know, every college has like insert name here dad mom grandfather whatever mm-hmm. i would buy all the duke dad shirts so i just had shirt yeah. duke dad on them and people would be like what are you a father of somebody at duke? every player dude every player <laughs> yeah but that would be a real piece of shit and buy they had one for each of their like schools of whatever like their law school their business school i would get like duke law and people would be like oh okay like you're the real deal huh? i'm saying no i'm a piece of shit i just <laughs> bought the hat it was five dollars <laughs> that's the move dude i went to boston i bought a harvard t-shirt from the gift shop Six ASAP. Yeah, see? ASAP. Now, yeah. now, again, nobody looks at me and goes, did that guy go to Harvard? They I were like, know. They were like, that guy stole from a store. <laughs> that guy robbed the Harvard gift shop. Don't count yourself <laughs> out. The Unabomber went to Harvard. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I can achieve whatever I set my mind to. Ted Kaczynski really just, the fact that I know his name, he really oh, dude, set the, man, the bar. Dude. He is the man. There's multiple documentaries. He made a lot of about. sense. Yeah, he had a few good points. And just a horrible way of getting them across, yeah, honestly. Yeah, everybody deals with their frustrations in a unique way. I agree. And he kind of went a, a less than admirable route, I would say. With that but, said, you look about as trustworthy as the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I look like uh, I went to Duke University because I just wanted to get coached by fucking Coach KKK, dude. <laughs> I just wanted to really believe in his system, his philosophy. You know, in the movie Space Jam, when those little alien worms, they, they steal everyone's talent and they become really good at basketball. Yeah. You look like you did that with football players and only got their CTE. Yeah. 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 I would agree. And it's just cooking in there, too. And David Njoku's burns. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's good. You know, I've always wanted to get. I didn't even realize that uh, Carlos Boozer went to Duke, and I just want to get mm. the jersey that says Boozer on the back. And just that's that a good jersey. That could be my my. Theme. What's his number? Uh, what number? What was he four as well? Boozer sixty nine would be fire, dude. Oh, I could get a custom one, just Boozer sixty nine. Yeah, I don't even give a fuck. At this Boozer sixty nine. <laughs> Who's gonna question it, dude? You know the biggest piece of shit Duke move I've ever made. 
was I bought a certified signed. I have it right over there. I'll give you guys the whole tour. It is a Christian Leitner jersey. You remember this feller? Well, I, I have a signed Christian Leitner jersey, but it's a Dream Team USA jersey because he was on the Dream Team. Dude, that's sick. But it is so funny because people don't even realize he was on the team. He made little to no impact on it, and it's like, I'm going to get that jersey. <laughs> Just to put it into perspective, he had no business being on the Dream Team. <laughs> he was the one college player Dude, on they, there. Can you put it into like context of players I would understand? All right, so imagine imagine the olympic u.s team is michael jordan <laughs> charles barkley patrick ewing magic johnson larry bird i mean ev- i mean you're talking about you name a top 10 nba players of all time it's, it's to, these gotcha. guys right and then they go but this other dude in college <laughs> was a pretty big name he played for a pretty big school he was kind of a piece of shit a lot of people are talking about him let's throw him on the team yeah. and you're like why and you're like could be a hot up and comer. <laughs> yeah. If like you know more of a football guy, would that be like if they put Johnny Manziel on the team, kinda? Like imagine <sighs> yeah, close. like let me try to think here. So like imagine it, not even people. like a first round pick. Like imagine they threw like a like If a you say it again, Gal Gadot's gonna start singing, dude. <laughs> imagine you put a fourth round pick on the Pro Bowl team and they didn't even play a game yet. Yeah. And you're like, why is he on the team? And you're like, dude, he could be something. <laughs> And you're like, based on talent, you're like, kind of. Yeah. Also, kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just would, like, fucking kick your dude in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. He was one yeah. of those, like, he is the reason why he instilled such hatred in people with Duke, and it has carried on for decades after decade after decade. He, he's arguably, he, yeah, he's, you're right. He's yeah. arguably the poster child of what people, like, think of when they think of Duke now. Yeah. Which is, like... You know, a uh, cocky white guy who's good, but also plays pretty dirty. Like at a times. Grayson Allen almost kind of fits that mold. I was like, just uh, gonna say Grayson Allen. Too. Like a guy yeah. who's like he threw out a trip. You know what I mean? Guy who's just playing a little dirtier than everybody else, mainly because he has to because he can't fucking dunk. But like, when it comes down to it, he was probably at this point he d- he did a lot in four years of college because that rarely happens anymore. He's probably gonna be the last player to actually go to four Final Fours in a because like no player if, if they're that good with a good program is gonna stay for four years third yeah the one and like a stetson bennett like someone who's like i love yeah. college dude asher roth, <laughs> he's dude. The asher yes. roth of the yes that that's him yeah asher uh, roth he's the asher roth of uh basketball he had, fire, front row, he had a front row seat to the dream team and he gets to be like bro i was on that i got a gold medal yeah so that's what i did i went out and got the dream team team usa jersey for christian leitner certified sign probably worth 30 bucks that's sick dude <laughs> I'm all for that. My my one of my prized possessions is my uh, Jersey Generals hat, dude. USFL. That's right. Hell yeah, dude. That's I right. fucking I love offshoot sports. <laughs> I love what a shoulda coulda. That's yeah. my favorite. I like the WNBA too. They're one of my uh, they're one of my most. Is that the Trans League? The yeah. WNBA yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The WNBA too. <laughs> Just a couple of asterisks at the end. Season ticket holder. Me and Brandon are gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get courtside seats to the. Now, if Philadelphia had a WNBA team. What would their team we were, name be? We were going to. We were in the running. I don't know if you saw that. We were in the running to get one. We, we didn't. Don't have we one? didn't. Fuck. They, yeah, I think they're giving it to uh, the Bay Area for like Golden State. And then I, fr- I forget the other one, but I knew Philadelphia was uh, in the running because I'm pretty sure like King Cobb was pissed off about it. Like, he was Damn. like, why didn't we get one? Like, <laughs> I don't know what we would be. I said we would be, I think we would be like, we would pick a stupid fucking name like the Philadelphia Stars or some that bullshit. Or the Betsy Rosses or something. The Sexy Betsies, maybe? The Stars? No, there'd be two. The Stars is the fucking <laughs> XFL team. Ah, the Philadelphia man. Stars. Is, is that really? XFL yeah. team? Oh, that's fucking lame as fuck. Uh, yeah, dude. It would be. It's I like, was using that as a joke. 
Damn. Stars for what? Or USFL. One of the two. They can buy now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, We had an old riff on our podcast, one of my favorites ever, that uh, they should make the WNBA team's mascots be lady versions of their city's man teams there would be like the the wizards and the lovely assistants (laughs) (laughs) so what would be the sixers the Niners, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sixers would be like the fucking... 69, dude. Yeah, the Sixers, the Niners. You could have the Sixes. Uh, like Philadelphia calligraphy. You guys see that Declaration of Independence? The penmanship. The penmanships, dude. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's up in the running for that. Let's see. The what Betsy Rosses, dude. The they, could, they could very well stay the sixes if we're talking about like out of ten. Most women in Philly are sixes. <laughs> oh, we, can, we can stay with the sixes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the out of teners. <laughs> the out of teners. Yeah. <laughs> now I w- this is a perfect place to, for me to mention that we are a feminist podcast. Me and Brendan have worn the pussy hats. We go to the marches. We support um, men's rights. Uh, and yeah, we uh, we're men's rights activists but we're also feminists it's kind of a a line that we try and play listen as big boy bad boys <laughs> all we do is support women yeah bad boys yeah, yeah yeah well when we we were talking about the WNBA when what's his name um mike peoples was on the other week and he was uh he was going on a misogynistic rant for 15 minutes we just had to interrupt his flow and just let people know that we are a feminist-based podcast yeah speaking of feminists my bitch wife is upstairs trying to put together a vacuum i mean I can't even get these fellers in the house and down to my basement without my wife being like, look at my vacuum I got. She's piecing it all together. She was wearing the this outfit. This is a true story. Yeah, this is. Th- I can't even make this up. She looked like t- like when Tony Stark breaks out of the cave with the suit. She like popped out. She's got like the armor on, dude. <laughs> she was pointing that at us. Dude, that was, a, that was a plasma sniper. She yeah. whipped out, dude. Yeah, so I might have to be creating some content of how clean the floors in this house are going to get. I dude, mean, I'm fucking half ghost. You can't point a vacuum at me, dude. <laughs> fucking, I'll get busted. I'll yeah. get busted. Yeah. Now she got it, and then I'm going to get yelled at for not knowing how to work it a few weeks from now. Dude, just hire some help. Get a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> just hire the help. You don't got to tip her or anything. No, I think they, they like to roll their R's. It's Roomba. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. One it, of those, does, uh, it does feel like they're Spanish for some reason. It does. It does. And if I were to have a Spaniard come in here, I'd be hiring myself a big booty Latina. <laughs> Dude, your Roomba's just huge for no reason. <laughs> they're like, brother, just why it's so big. It's not going to help. It's, it's like four turns. It's going to get your floor done. Crazy. Easy uh, collision guard on it. Just a for some reason is wearing a tube top that's two sizes too small. <laughs> it's got ten dollars sticking out of the side. You're like, you gave it that. He did. It's child support. <laughs> Wait, have you ever seen the woman that Arnold Schwarzenegger cheated on his wife with? No, the no. like, ma- like the ha- like the maid of the house Mm-mm. brother. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never seen. I mean this in the nicest way. Was it worth it? I mean, was it worth it to to ruin your life on? Would she have played for the Philadelphia Six out of Teners? Dude, she no. She would be if they did a live action Family Guy. She would be Consuela. <laughs> no, no. More lemon pledge, dude. It is, I swear to God, I thought she was the vacuum. <laughs> if, it's, if it's who I think it is, I could be wrong. The, the picture I saw, I was like, I, I don't know, dude. Damn. She works in a Holiday Inn. Like, there's no way she's cleaning your house. Like, <laughs> well, uh, there's this like stupid throwaway bit in Community where they kidnap this guy and they they don't want him to anyone to believe him if he says what he saw. Yeah. So they have a, a black Hitler being fed uh, while by an, an astronaut right and uh-huh. it's like that way no one will believe you if you talk about this <laughs> i feel like 
For Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was like, no one will believe that I fucked her. <laughs> I swear. It's the perfect alibi. I swear. Then CSI comes in. And oh he's like, my. no. Yeah, I'm a be... governor. You think I would bang a two? I was just going to say, it'd be great if he went to the press conference and in his voice, which I'm not even going to try to do, but if he just went up there and was just like, do you guys honestly think I would do that? Have you seen pictures of me without this shirt on? <laughs> That's his defense. It's like, do you think I would do that? <laughs> I'm a kindergarten cop, dude. I would never do that. Yeah. Ladies of the jury, is anyone wet? <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> Oh, that I've never even looked into that. I don't even know how he addressed it. It Ugh. was it around the time Bill Clinton's whole thing, or was this after? Well, that? I think I think significantly after. This was probably early two thousands, maybe. Per, might, yeah, maybe even mid. I don't know. I'm such a bad gauge of time. Like two thousand four feels like it was I, yesterday. I put everything at the day that Governor James McGreevy came out of the closet on TV. Jamie, Do you remember? That's your that's your BC that's, mark. Yeah, that's my <laughs> BCAD. Like everything that came before that year, which was roughly two thousand four, was all you know it's BC before come on a governor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then AD was after dick <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's my that's my bca day right there i remember going to football practice and showing up there and i played pop warner football in riverside and showing up and all oh the, damn that's all riverside the, that's all the coaches were talking about <laughs> what was mcgreevy the one who was doing the like under the door in the bathroom thing because i remember that when i was a kid there was some like jersey politician who was like going into men's bathrooms and he was doing a, little, doing a little rocket power woogity 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 really? under the stall and I, that was like a sign for like come over here and get some oh usually it's just a foot tap if you do three on the jersey turnpike there is a uh dick for meal um, um jersey turnpike stop and uh, all you gotta do is do a little taparoo there's a walt whitman one there how do you know this uh, i saw a glory hole actually at the vince lombardi rest stop in jersey do you City. know all of the rest stops <laughs> by name hold on you're dude <laughs> I was going to give you one. Like, Walt Whitman, all right, you know, it's a frequent. Bro, you're ripping through rest stop names. I did throw. I don't think the Dick Vermeil rest stop is. Really He's true. like Dick Vermeil rest stop. Tap three times, ask for a guy named Mark. He's like, well, it's easy. It's the top of my list of baby names. <laughs> Come on, babe. Dick Vermeil rest stop. It's a beautiful name for a girl. This is where all the accusations of me having autism have spiraled out of is these random references and knowing zip codes. Like, I'm pretty sure I could guess the zip code to your hometown of Willingboro in a matter of do you know do you remember your zip no, code dude no i wasn't sending <laughs> letters dude i was so kidnappable dude, dude <laughs> i didn't know my address i'm gonna look it up right now and i'm gonna say it i believe i'm gonna go with 08046 that right. actually sounds right, to be honest. <laughs> this really is a South Jersey podcast. We're like, let's rip in. through zip codes. <laughs> well, here's, here's your problem, Dan, is that you know a bunch of random shit, and you also make up a bunch of random shit, and you deliver them in the same way. Yeah, see? Yep. Damn. A zip yeah, code. dude, send my, my fucking code? dead grandma a letter. <laughs> What's that? Do you think you get my zip code? Or are you not about that life? What was your zip code? Or Wood what was your town name? Woodbury Heights. Woodbury? Ooh, Woodbury no. Heights, not Woodbury. Woodbury Heights. I'm above Woodbury. <laughs> yeah. I have literally heights in the name. I'm above them. <laughs> I, that's always cracked me up. Dude, I, I think Woodbury Heights is... Uh, is that Camden County or is that Gloucester? Gloucester County. It is Gloucester. Um, now, I am not familiar enough okay. with that. Um, it's definitely an 080, but yep. I don't know the next two. I love a good 080. 9-7. Ooh. Not to brag, fellas. Damn. Not to brag. Everybody, you call into our hotline and tell us what your zip code in your hometown was, and also <laughs> let us know what's in your ass this week. Um, 
Andrew Boss would call our hotline <laughs> weekly and let us know what he put in his ass that past week. So that's Damn. been our ongoing thing. Anything good? What, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I think one time was a pencil. Another time might have been a tampon. I forget. But yeah. He, they just, seem elementary. They seem like they're going to keep ramping up. Yeah. It, it's like once you get used <laughs> to one. Next week it's a sharpened <laughs> pencil. That doesn't sound like his goal. You know what I mean? It's like you're basically like, yeah, dude, we found a mutilated cat. It's like he's going for person. <laughs> And then after that, you work your way up to the handle of a pencil sharpener, and then you just a whole pencil sharpener. Remember the old school ones that oh, were on yeah. the wall? I put a pen in one of those, and it exploded, and I had to clean it up. Jeez, I was a I was a problem. I yeah. think I think the final boss of things that you stick up his ass is just like a giant first place trophy, yeah. and then you're like, you finally earned it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've won. <laughs> God, what's the worst trophy to put up your butt? Probably the pennant, right? No, your spooky bike fucking trophy you dumb idiot <laughs> rusty has a trophy where he went spookiest bike and then he lied to everybody growing up and he said that it was a bmx trophy wait what <laughs> wait repeat this again oh, if you dude. take the sticker off that says spookiest bike <laughs> now we can prove what it's for bro you wanna you want like a it is it's like aesthetics like it was like yo you have a bike you own it and you made it the most spooky yeah here's the trophy <laughs> Jeff, Jeff likes to make fun of me because he was there on the day that I realized that uh, um, I did win a trophy that said Spookiest Bike on it, uh, but it was at the bike decorating contest of the 4th of July block party. Oh, shit. Not the Halloween bike decorating contest. <laughs> he won it. Pretty sure that I just showed up to 4th of July block party with a bunch of spider webs and a Halloween mask on my bike, and they were like, holy shit, fix this kid. Yeah. Like, his self-esteem is through the fucking floor. Yeah. Spookiest they, bike is easily the participation trophy. Like They were like, thanks for being here. That's an amazing trophy to have, though. I feel like one parent wanted to give me a participation trophy, and someone else was like, he did not participate. <laughs> he did some spooky shit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if you put fireworks on your bike, it would have been a better bike decorating situation. Holy shit. And was this contest in Willingboro or was no, it in Mount Laurel? This is actually, uh, this, it was technically in Hainesport. My, my family was all over because my parents split up. But, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wow, this wow, was, wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not even realize there were that many kids in my neighborhood. Um, I guess none of them wanted to be in my <laughs> You show up but, to it, and they're dude, all buddies, and you're like, first time meeting them. You've lived there for five years. My name is Chris. I was My name is Chris. So <laughs> fucking proud of that too. I was so proud. I was like, like I was like, dude, none of the kids' bikes are even spooky. I got this. It's Fourth of July. Too. I think they thought it was like a make a wish. They were like, his wish is to meet the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Fucking. <laughs> they were terrified of you leaving that without a trophy. Yeah. If you walked away without being a winner, they were like, this is going to be a problem. Like, this kid's going to end up collecting trophies. Let's start him on the good kind. Yeah. <laughs> like, this kid ended up spooking four kids this year. Yeah. They're all six feet deep. <laughs> Holy he shit. He spooked up the whole school. Yeah, I was a school spooker. <laughs> he was a school spooker. <laughs> I love how liberally you guys are using that word. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to say it without Brendan. But I tried to tell Brendan that I took my godson to Diggerland last year, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's, I will say it's a tough sell. <laughs> it is. And honestly, have you guys been or have you guys... I've like, never been. It's very kid-oriented. So like, we took like my like kindergarten-age godson there last year, and um, it, it's like definitely more for the younger demographic. But they got full-blown diesel fucking record 
trucking machines out there, riding through off-roading, th- all this type of stuff. They had a world of options as far as what they can name this place. Are you worried an amusement park might make <laughs> your son gay? <laughs> Take him to Diggerland. Yeah, I said Digger. If I said the other word, you'd know. <laughs> That's cutting a quick promo for him. Yeah, we'll, we'll chop that up as an ad right in the middle here. I'll tell you right now, if I could, if I could just get the ear of the marketing <laughs> department for Diggerland, <laughs> if I could just get their ear for a second, I'd not only say maybe a name change. I would say, hear me out. Let's hire Booker T. <laughs> Can you dig it? Sucker, brother. That's Ooh. all we're looking for. Oh, but what if he mixes it up? Can you suck it, Digger? That's terrible. Well, hold on. He's well, allowed what? to say it. No, Booker no. T's allowed. He's allowed to say it. He would be. He would be in the right. Yeah, you'd be able to say that. And then we then we start filling their gift shop with shirts that say Digger on it. <laughs> it would be. It would be actually super tough to have Booker T be the spokesperson because then it would just be pictures of Booker T, and you'd be driving by seventy miles an hour past a billboard. And you'd be like, "What the fuck? That's it." <laughs> Whoa, what did that say? Hold on a second. There's no way. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to drive down 73 to see Booker T on a billboard promoting a kid's amusement park. I mean, I don't know why people don't come to local podcasters for marketing advice because I would do that in a heartbeat. Dude. Uh, and we'll give it away for cheap. Yeah. And you, so, you know what pissed me off the most about when we were there is that most of the clientele that was there was like clearly from New York. Because oh. they're loud, obnoxious, wearing the hats that their Mets on it. Hey, again. I'm digging here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I-, I was just like, why are you guys all the way down in Berlin, New Jersey? Like, you went through Burlington County to get down into Camden County. Like, it was kind of a hike for you. I thought you stopped at Six Flags and you kept it north of there. Right. <laughs> we got to keep all these potential diggers out of our neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the only place we can go where you might be able to get away with saying something. <laughs> Blame it on the title. That's literally all it was, was like middle-aged Italians with like a bunch of random other subsets of kids just wandering around. And all the Italians were crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> did did the kid enjoy this place or did you enjoy oh, this place? Yeah, they loved it because they had a water park there. The water park was great. Um, it was funny, though, when they like you get in line. Oh, Wiggerland. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's how we separate the, water park. The, the, the boys from the Wiggers is that we get it. <laughs> they... Um, the way that they had it set up, though, is that you could, like, literally get on a, um, uh, like, a freaking backhoe or something, and you could be this tall to go on it, but, like, they were just legit, like, there was no, like, what do you call them, governors or limiters on these things, they were just... Carnies. Yeah, they were full-blown, just... <laughs> no, no, no McGreevies. No, there was no, no McGreevies, there was no Corzines, there was no Christies, there was none of them. And they, they just had a five-year-old jump in this backhoe. It's diesel-powered, and they're trying to tell him how to operate it in five seconds. And he looked kind of confused, and then he kind of got it. You just see the thing, like, shaking wildly out of control, going in and out of gear. Like, they just let them run with it. I thought that was fun. Sick, so. dude. There's probably just, like, like some guy on staff who just loves fixing broken engines. He's yeah. like, give me another one. Yeah. <laughs> like it's definitely is like an autistic guy's playground. Like definitely. it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just have these things. You get to pick up dirt and you drop them over there. You're talking about bulldozers all day. Like, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> a big sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a Tonkaloid myself. I was, dude, I was gonna say you can call that place fucking Tonka Land, and it would still be better. That's all they had to have there. They had Tonka stuff. They had Thomas the Tank engines. They had a random zip line that was going through and over everybody's head. It was kind of yeah, <laughs> so basically the theme is well you let your kid come here so 
have them break our shit instead of getting behind the wheel of your own car in your driveway because <laughs> his drunk father left the keys in the car the night before. You know, one of those kind of situations. You want to go to the beach but not go to the ocean? <laughs> Come hang out in this dirt. Yeah, in the middle of the summer. How about go on your way to the shore but just stop here and don't go any further? <laughs> They're right next to, like, Sahara Sam's or whatever on 73. Are there any rides, like, besides, like, getting in the car? Like, is there any, like, type of roller coaster? Like, there's, no, it's not like an amusement park, dude right? dude on cinder blocks and rev the engine. <laughs> the closest thing to it was that they had like an open back like jeep that's like on dirt so you're like kind of off-roading in a way but it's like open on the back and they let the kids sit in the front and they like drive it around a little bit and then come back like so you're saying it's a lot of new york city folk i feel like i would think it was a lot of like south jersey hicks it's a little it's a combination of both which makes it very interesting because mm. you're mixing those two demos together and they don't belong in the same place <laughs> together especially standing in line in the heat right yeah i mean all of the smells and all the language you hear it's just it threw, <laughs> threw me off fascinating it threw me off just imagine a a hick from atco that is going to digger land because their speedway raceway thing got shut down do you know that drag race did place? it get shut down yeah somebody oh, bought it and it yeah. shut down now so <laughs> i'm buying it because it's too damn loud <laughs> I'm, I, I can't move my trailer Damn, yeah. you're stuck there. They're going to pave over that parking lot and put up a paradise. <laughs> they're going to pave over that parking lot and put up another parking lot. Yeah. And they're going to love it just as much. Yeah. Because they get to drive their fucking cars. They've probably spent $35,000 restoring to the po point of where they can barely move. <laughs> and you know what, dude? Good. I'm glad that shit shut down, dude. I'm tired of people putting in their fucking, you know, goddamn uh, tax return into a goddamn piece of shit Chevy Cavalier. Yeah. And they're like, nah, I souped it up baby yeah <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get one good run out of this <laughs> that's like that the mascot of Diggerland. it's like they got mickey at disney they got bugs bunny <laughs> at there and they got uncles guys your mom makes you call uncle and that guy yeah. Diggerland. <laughs> their mascot is just uncle ricky who owns a used car lot on the white horse pike <laughs> <laughs> well he basically owns it <laughs> he's, he's got a coarse banquet in his hand <laughs> Hey. While operating heavy machinery. Um, but yeah, that Atco Raceway shut down. So all those people went over to Diggerland. And then everybody from close to New York, there's like, let's see what the country looks like. And then they go deep in the South Jersey and end up there. Um, I just wish they would all stay contained in Six Flags. That's why we built Six Flags to contain the New Yorkers. Just there and some of the shore points. But they just somehow get out of it. It's kind of like in Jurassic Park when the Velociraptors get out of their enclosure. It's like we gotta we gotta enclose them. <laughs> yeah, it's their it's it's their Oregon Trail. You're like, how'd you get this far? <laughs> you weren't how, how'd you get over here? You weren't supposed to make it here. Syphilis didn't kill you. <laughs> it's like a like Wakanda has like the like fake civilization to hide it. We put an amusement park to hide like nice towns and schools. Like, we're like, no, don't send your kid down here. Don't worry about it. Our school system sucks. <laughs> Do you guys know of any South Jersey towns that you would want to have like a quarantine zone for Pennsylvanians in the summer? Like we just like fence them in into one South Jersey town. Like Pensacola would be a nice one, not too far over the bridge. I think they should stay in fucking Philly. Dude, I'm living in Philly now. I'm an insurgent. Oh. Don't worry, I'm still true to my South Jersey bad boy roots. And you know it's true because my door doesn't have a driver's side door handle because someone stole it. <laughs> How do you get in your car? Huh? I very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nah, dude. I got a whole system worked out. Don't worry about it. With the thief's permission. Look, at this point, how I get in my car and keeping that a secret is my only anti-theft system. So how about I keep that one to me? <laughs> Jeff's out here reading out his hospital of birth. I'm not telling people I got in my car. Bro, I'll tell you exactly where I was born, dude. The same doctor who delivered me delivered my dad. 
Oh shit! Yeah, uh, delivered his dad a failure of a son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was delivered on time. All how, right. Well, is that true? How old was he when he delivered your dad and then you? Oh, good question. Question. I didn't ask him. Uh, I think he was. I think he was dead by the time I was like <laughs> seven. Oh, Hauser. Oh. He was like a little baby doctor <laughs> in his dad's lab coat. My grandpa was like, "You'll never be a real doctor." Then he delivered me, and he's like, "You've grown up strong, son." <laughs> no, I fucking. I, I I was thought about this the other day. I've been just I mean, it's like uncanny how much I've been following in my dad's footsteps to the point mm-hmm. where it's like gross. Like Ooh. me and my dad have the same exact name. We were born in the same exact hospital by the same exact doctor. We both are getting I'm getting married, but he married my mom who's a school teacher. My fiance is a school teacher. Holy shit. We both lived in the Forest Creek apartment complex growing up. You both tilt your head to the left when you kiss. That happened. We each other. Switch each other. It's a whole silly thing. <laughs> each other. And then uh, the house I just bought is uh, five houses down from my childhood home. That was my dad's first house. Holy shit, Aww. dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. And, uh, and then, yeah, so I, I basically, fingers crossed, I should be six foot four by next year. So if I could just <laughs> be <laughs> my dad. A couple more inches to go. Yeah, just be like daddy. Be like, it'll be like I'm that. just him, but worse. I'm four <laughs> inches shorter and worse. Oh, it's almost like you guys grew up in the same demographic and tax bracket <laughs> the <Yeah>. same region <laughs> was your dad also a stand-up comedian uh, mm. dabbling in the arts nah he was a <laughs> blockbuster manager Ooh, and then he got into yeah. storage which as an italian just feels like he's in the mafia yeah you can't own a storage facility and tell me it was like balboni uh storage uh, he's got a lot of properties that's what he says he's <laughs> always like the I got godfather a lot of meat lockers <laughs> And let me let me guess the storage units were not uh, temperature controlled. <laughs> yeah, well, I will say this: he's always like, "It's one of my properties in Houston, Texas. I got to go there for business." And I'm like, "The fuck for what? To the hook or die in a twelve by twelve? What the yeah, hell? Dude, what, are you, what, are you, what are you cutting locks in Houston, Texas? We don't have a guy who can do that." Damn, was your dad ever on Storage Wars? He's just open up. No, but I'll tell you what, he fucking loved it because he was like, "Bro, people are coming and bidding on things." That definitely don't exist. Like, there's one episode of, like, you know, one of those, like, storage auction things, and somebody, like, finds, like, a treasure chest from a pirate that was so clearly planted by the producers. He's like, bro, people are coming and spending, like, $900 (laughs) on... Just like broken CDs. <laughs> Let's see what's in the South Jersey U-Haul. It's Blackbeard's treasure. <laughs> He's like, I'm making a fortune off of everyone's junk. Damn. You know what? When that show was out and I was watching it a little bit, like drunk at night type of thing, I looked up storage facilities and if they were doing auctions and you bet your ass that every single one was promoting when they were doing like auctions like that. Mm-hmm. And people were definitely, like you said, were showing up to these things like, yeah, I've been watching the show a little yeah. while. I know what I'm doing. It's uh, the excitement of opening up a high stakes pack of Pokemon cards and you might make a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, dude. But I feel like any South Jersey storage facility, if you opened up any given like locker, whatever it is, it, behind it's most likely some shit that would like be for sale at the Columbus flea market. Like you guys ever go there? Yeah. It's just like a bunch of like knockoff deodorant or something. Dude, like I it's go there. <laughs> dude. That's where I learned and l- failed to learn to shoplift, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you I got caught them. shoplifting at a flea market. Well, yeah, but you can just run away at the flea market. But it's where I trained, dude. That's where I trained for my later shoplifting. <laughs> it's where K 
catch and release for him. Just <laughs> oh, I would have got it. <laughs> we used to do. We used to. We used to do the passma round. We called it the "Ooh, look at this!" Right, and you grab something, you go "Ooh, look at this!" and you pass it to your friend, and then someone else grabs something, and goes "Oh, look at that!" and then you just right in front of the people, you just pass everything around, and you take so many things off the shelves that they don't even remember what you were doing. <laughs> It works pretty good. That's like the type of people that would come up to me when I was working the cash register at Wawa and they would hit you with the change confusing game where they would try like, let's say the total's like 1351. They give you a 20 and then they're like, oh, wait, I have 51 cents. But then let me give you a five. Give me my 20 back. They just do yeah. a bunch yeah. of shit to try and, and confuse Nanny, you. Dude. <laughs> and they did every single fucking time. It's like, because I have no business running anything that has to do with numbers. Mm-hmm. I should be outside pumping gas where I just push two buttons and do that. So they would get me every now and then. End of the shift, they'd be like, hey, why is your till missing $50. It's like, I don't know. Ask the fucking guy that came in here and tried because to pay Because someone asked me to do $50 worth of math, idiot. <laughs> 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 but that's fantastic. You do the look at this in the, the Columbus market. That's where I got my first that's pair of brass knuckles was oh. at the Columbus flea market. And we also bought... That's airs- what we call a hand job in our area. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Get a little brass knuckler. You ever get one of those? <laughs> Brass knuckler is what you could call a hand job from a Latina. <laughs> She's hey. got, so, got so many bracelets and rings on her hand. Um, Jergens. <laughs> Jergens, Jergens, dude. So we actually bought an airsoft gun at the Columbus Flea Market. Hell yeah. And it had a laser on it. We went in, into the indoor part where they have the pizza, which I believe the guy, Dave Portnoy, did a review of that pizza one time. That place is burned oh, down. Did they rebuild it? I, I think they did. Uh, Katie's. Where? Katie's and Al's. Is oh, the, shit. The really? There, yeah. Katie's and Al's? Yeah. <laughs> like the name, name Katie places. and yeah, Al? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's Amish, though, isn't it? They have some Amish food Oh, yeah. There. They have the Amish market there, too. But the pizza place was like Katie's. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There's, a, there's an Amish woman named Caitlin. No fucking way. No shot, dude. <laughs> Not only that, Katie, she's a little more fun. Nah, she's just trying to gentrify her name so she fits into Columbus a little better. Amish don't claim to be Amish because Amish don't talk to people like you and me. If someone's <laughs> claiming to be Amish, they're fucking snake oil. No, dude. We're, we're, dude, we're just, we're just customers to them yeah so yeah. you want us to build you a shed <laughs> i was just gonna say they're only gonna th- th- make conversation with us if we're asking them to build a shed and i'll tell you what yes i am because yeah. they have just a quality to their work and they get it done in like they could build you a shed in like an hour they never check twitter one time while on the job site no not one time <laughs> Nothing but goddamn undivided attention. So we uh, we bought these airsoft guns and they had lasers on them. So we went into the pizza place and we were sitting there and we pointed the lasers on the wall and where the cash register was. There was a woman at the cash register and she sees these lasers hit the fucking wall. She put her hands up. The entire staff put their hands up. They thought they were getting held up oh, by these yeah. teenagers there with airsoft guns. And then we just quickly put them back in our waistbands where they belong. Anyone who's robbing the flea market really needs the money. <laughs> But yeah, that's where you go to get all your Hell knockoff yeah. stuff. Did, uh, did your brass knuckies were were they punchers or were they stabbers? Oh, dude, I got them right over here. here oh, hold yeah? on, yeah, dude, this yeah. is a show and tell part of the podcast. Because so you haven't been there, Jeff, but like they had like weapons everywhere, right? And they would have brass knuckles, but they would also have ones that were like Valdo from Soul Caliber, and they would have like like giant swords on the end. Oh damn, dude! I thought this was gonna be like. The hand job situation. No, dude. <laughs> I thought just, I was about to get normal Schwarzenegger. You know what dude. I'm saying? Dude, imagine getting hit in the face with that, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> My bones, just as fucking hard, dude. Yeah. This would be nothing. This would actually be softer than a punch from you me. You would hurt the guy's hand that had them on there. <laughs> I might break those brass knuckles. <laughs> 
And then you're going to see somewhere in like your dad's journal that he got punched with brass knuckles at one point. <laughs> Can you just imagine having just a dead even 50-50 fight where you're like, God damn, bro, none of us got the edge. If I just had some harder knuckles, I would have beat that dude's ass. <laughs> Who was the person who went to the blacksmith and described <laughs> what they needed? And I needed so specifically to be brass. Not lead, not any of <laughs> right, that fucking right. tungsten bullshit. I want There's brass. something about brass really breaks a dude's jaw. <laughs> really dislocates that mandible. You know what's funny is that they would sell them and they somehow legally got away with it as paperweights. They're like, they're just paperweights. It's like, okay, could I put a loaded handgun on the, on the table and say, here's a paperweight for you. It's a 12 gauge for you. It's um. They actually would always be uh, belt buckles. They had them where they that had little thin, yeah. screws in the middle, and you could put it as a belt buckle. But then you had a legit pair of brass knuckles too. It was pretty wild. You could um, you could almost sell it as if it's like a fucking crown. You know what I mean? If you just if if you just kind of sharpened the edges a little bit, yeah. really make them devastating brass knuckles. You'd be like, dude, this is just royalty. Yeah, you well, wouldn't get it. I have seen multiple quinceañeras where they have a crown made That's out of brass yeah, knuckles. <laughs> I'd love to like spin it like it was a revolver, like it was out of the fire. Pocket. No, that didn't get what it deserved. Oh, I'm sorry. Fire. Oh no, no, no. It's funny. I, I had to beep out an entire 15 minutes of an episode with um, the handsome homos, uh, Mike Persons and John uh, Montag, um, Jerry. What's his name? Because they were on here and they just went wildly out of control and started doing accents and they were pretending to propose to each other as uh, as uh, what do you call the uh, cholos. Mm. Like uh, so, like uh, South Central Cholos or some like LA Cholos, and they were doing a whole proposal with brass knuckles as the ring. It went out of control, and as a feminist uh, um, uh, podcast, we just couldn't support it. <laughs> now, Matt, Matt, I can see it happening too, right? Just because he's a he's a little baby boy. Matt's yeah. just a little baby boy. John, yeah, he's ninety eight years old. He's gonna grow up. <laughs> He's got to fucking grow up. They don't up. have a cell of melanin between the two of them <laughs> yeah, dude, to rub together and make a freckle. Are you kidding me? Matt Peoples <laughs> is the only albino Irish with no freckles, dude. It's crazy. It is wild how he's able to get away with half the shit that he does. He looks like a marble statue that someone put a clown wig on. <laughs> uh, so, um, holy shit, the dongs are starting to knock shit over now. Um, Listen, dude, yeah, my beer's empty. If you want to give me a refill, you can, all right? You don't have to point it out for everyone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we can... Um, we're like about an hour in here. We can get a few uh, few more chuckles and zingers out of this as I toss around my aluminum uh, bottle. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so, yeah, Brendan's in Cancun. Have you guys ever been to Cancun? I, I, went, I went to Mexico recently. Um, much better experience than because I went to Honduras right after that, Ooh. and I got them fucking uh, sand fleas. <laughs> Dude, wait, it wait. was not fun. Wait, you got actual sand Dude, fleas? Dude, sand fleas. They they burrowed and bit into our skin, and we took them home with us. Holy shit! Dude, How, when did you notice that they were? Not uh, we so noticed disgusting, pretty. We noticed pretty immediately that we had these little like bites on us, but we were like, ah, oh, they're probably just like little bites, and then. Uh, you know, like the munchkin, the the cupcakes and the muffins. Uh, it was just little bites, and then, and then. Uh, oh, this this is just little bites. This is fine. I just went to a foreign country and got a bunch of little 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 bites. puncture wounds little on bites. me. This is normal, dude. And then as soon as uh, we got back, it was like we were just nonstop itchy, and I was like, you know, we kind of went to a tropical place, but we really went to like just one of those island trash locations. Yeah. 
that was like, this is fancy. You're like, no, it's not, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is just part of the ocean that you guys somewhat claimed. Yeah. And now totally. we pay money to swim in it. Yeah. You know, calling them sand fleas makes them sound exotic, but if you live in a sand country, they're just fucking bugs. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. They're like, don't go in the water. But they're like, you guys should go in the water. <laughs> so hopefully Brendan's not getting, I mean, I, listen, when I went to Mexico, I swear to God, this lady walked around the beach with a drink menu. And then another lady walked around with a pharmacy menu, and she was selling pills Ooh, on the beach. Nice. And I swear to God, like they handed it to our uh, our like one friend, and he was like, uh, "Can I get like a painkiller?" And we're like, "Bro, that's not the drink menu. Like, that's, not the fucking, <laughs> that's not the drink menu. I know you think it is. It is not. They're trying to give you oxycodone." <laughs> It's like uh, her. She's a uh, Mexican mule. <laughs> Damn. No, you can't order that. She's carrying drugs. What would be a drink name on the pill menu then? Is like a Sex on the Beach, like Roofies or something? What would that be categorized as? <laughs> I don't do because they Depends offer. Depends on who gave you the menu. <laughs> they offer like different services in Mexico. They'll be like, dude, you can go kayaking. You could get a massage. You're like, why would I get a massage on the beach? You're like, I don't know. But sodas are the cheapest thing here. French fries are twelve dollars. We will bring it to you right now in your kayak. Well, You're yeah. like, dude, I just can I just have a normal beach trip? All of those things are just like the spit, sh- like spit shoe shine of a resort. Like they're just like, what can I do for a dollar today? Yeah. Like, yeah, that is true. They're just looking at any which way possible. And some of it doesn't make sense, but you just go with it. Caviar polisher, caviar <laughs> polisher here. <laughs> polisher caviar. Oh. Dude, my uh, my wife got uh, sand fleas in Sea Isle. So oh, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, dude, they're all over the place. Yeah, they just—I didn't get them, but I've never—they got them all in their fucking, you know. I did a rinse in Sea Isle. That's what it was. I got back. I just did a quick little soak. Really <laughs> get these guys out of here. Well, yeah, yeah. You you just take you just dip down in some of that toxic uh, water that they call the Jersey Shore. Dude, I, I, I know sand fleas to be like not that small. What do you mean they burn in sand, your skin? Not the um, um, to be like this big. Not sand, yeah, yeah. Not like not Those like ones. I know which ones you're thinking of. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the other name for them. Like almost like chiggers. Yeah. Oh, like chiggerland. Jesus. Like, dude. You, guys, you guys have heard of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Chiggers are the ones that like get under They're your the skin. They're the worst. <laughs> we hate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was no honest to god though i remember leaving that and i was like yo i know that was like an expensive little resort thing we went to bro that was fucking poverty we just literally left poverty and they sold it to us like it was what kind of what resort did you go to in cancun well so i went on a cruise so then i stopped in mexico and i stopped oh, it dude i went to when they went uh we're gonna go snorkeling and they give us the snorkel equipment yeah, and it's like and you're used like, from somebody else a minute ago. Yeah, you're like, bro, can I watch you guys clean it or what? Like, you just dumped, did somebody just put their mouth all over this Dude, and you threw it back in the chest? Literally, what they do is they have a little bucket of water that they throw some, like, uh, soap inside of, and they just dunk it in and take it out, and they're like, it's clean. The guy was spraying Raid over the bar <laughs> and the drinks, because he's like, the bugs are bad. And I was like, I guess I'll die. Yeah, yeah. let me have that fucking pina colada, bro. Yeah, why don't you just mix that pina colada with some Roundup while we're at it, and we'll all do shots, like. <laughs> Dude, this would be great. They gave me, I asked for something and they told me no. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you want the, I forget what it was called, like the surgeon storm. And I was like, uh, is it good? Like what's in it? They go, you're going to love it. They give it to me. The first time I get it, it's orange, right? So I'm like, okay. oh, it's a tropical orange yeah, beverage. Yeah. The second time they give it to me, also orange. The third time they give it to me, it is green and brown. <laughs> 
And they go, here you go. I go, it's not what I ordered. They go, yeah, it's the Surgeon Storm. I go, that's impossible. <laughs> the one I just had, was it was orange. And they go, it's just the coloring we use. And I go, what does that? <laughs> I drank it. Bro, it was the same exact drink. It tasted just like the orange one. I was like, how is one brown? And how is one bright fluorescent yellow and orange? Yeah, and how is it the cut? Are they putting food coloring in there? I have no. They're, dude, they're just like, oh yeah, the Americans love little fruity drinks, yeah, yeah. dude. They were just fucking like, cr- like pretty padding them from SpongeBob. Just put that umbrella what? toothpick in the top, and they'll yeah, fucking dude. love it. John Taffer's in the back, just talking about the atmosphere. Dog. Shut it down. <laughs> he would shut it down. Yes, he would shut it down. So no, we shut it down. The stress test didn't work. And then, You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of this bar and then god that show you know what that show did to me every time i go into a bar around here and it's a nice atmosphere with cute little drinks and stuff i'm just like it's a fucking scam they're doing this to mm-hmm. raise the prices by 300 percent because mm-hmm. john taffer said they could and i get fucking livid about it i was like, just give me Cheers. a trashy drink in a barely bar yeah dive bar mm-hmm. jay's elbow did you, ever, did you yeah. ever work in the service industry i did not all no. right so dude like and the worst part is that the managers think that they're fucking like geniuses i swear to god I had, I had a restaurant manager come up to me and say, so I was reading this article last night. <laughs> First mistake. And, and it was pointing out that if you sell more expensive items to your guests and they still tip 20%, you'll get more money at the end of the day. <laughs> you should be upselling them on things and you'll get more money. I was like, are you fucking stupid, dude? <laughs> I was like, how did you think I was feeding myself? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you imagine thinking so low of your employees that they're like, they don't even know this is a job. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, dude. They try to, dude. That is the corporate salesmen who aren't salesmen. They're just corporate guys. Yeah, dude. I remember Chick Fil A. They'd be like, guys, there's no, there's no difference between us and Olive Garden. And I'd be like. Olive Garden doesn't have a drive-thru. <laughs> and they're like, this is not a fast food restaurant. We're so much closely more associated with like an Applebee's or something. We're quick service. And I was like, dude, you're, all of your employees are 16. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guess what? If I can throw away whatever my food came on, uh, it's not a restaurant, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. And, and guess uh, what? If the person who made this isn't on Perks right now, uh, it's not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I swear to God, the entire kitchen staff better be getting fucked up after my meal <laughs> everybody the goddamn dishwashers better be drinking tequila in the back <laughs> and uh how many of the cooks has the girl who's taken my order fucked <laughs> it better be four mu- or more he's dude she's one pablo away <laughs> from a bingo the, the i i never worked in the service industry i worked in retail i worked at under armor in college at an outlet out near hershey As so like model i wish dude, <laughs> dude nice burn. he's so handsome <laughs> i'm just standing up there and it's like this isn't the model that's got a six-pack i'm like the dad that gave up five years ago it's like i'm just wearing the hoodie because it looks good on me while i'm wearing clothes like you have the baggier stuff yeah you're like baggier. bro you can look really good in this stuff you just have to look good with clothes on that's my goal <laughs> Like I got the baggy hoodie with the baggy sweatpants. We got my Under Armour sneaks on right now. Oh, the nice, haters dude. fucking love these. I look love at the, the loyalty. Look at the grass stains on the white soles too. You see them suckers? I love the loyalty to Under Armour. Yeah, that's how I know that lawn is cared for. Have you seen those crisp edges when you guys were walking up? Holy <laughs> like, shit! I know my soles. <laughs> Guess where I've been. <laughs> <laughs>
So I, I, when I worked there, it was the same deal. We were in college. It was like good pay for college students. But the manager that oversaw the entire store, which is a pretty big store for a Tanger outlet in Hershey, you know, it's pretty not ritzy area, but like upper middle class. A lot of people spend the Dude, money. They got chocolate lampposts Fuck there. Yeah. People would come from Hershey Park into the outlets and then Trogue's Brewery was right next door. Mm-hmm. So around the holidays, people would go get some Mad Elf, get lit up, and then Bro. come over. All the, all the parents with their babies and strollers that are too wasted to drive are just going through the outlets, dropping coin everywhere. Met Elf is yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it is. So they they great location for it, but the manager was like 23, and we're all like 20. And she would constantly talk to everybody like, listen, I've been doing this full time for years now, like three. And oh. let me tell you about how the retail industry works. And it was very much like what you were saying with somebody like, did you know? Like, I'm going to teach you a little econ 101 here little uh if you upsell on certain price the tips that you'll get will be even higher but but you know what though i i worked in i worked in everything dude food service industry retail everything like that is there anything funnier though than somebody who worked in the service industry telling somebody else at a different <laughs> restaurant that they worked in the service industry you don't get it dude dude it's You've the never no, worked a restaurant no you, you guys it. act you like you guys are it. army veterans who are fucking passing each other being like oh sick patch brother <laughs> you guys are like what kind of a uh, fucking operating system are you guys checking people out imagine on? all right imagine like this imagine you went to go fucking meet your girlfriend's parents right yeah and your da- and her dad goes to shake your hand and he goes just so you know i curse a lot and smoke weed you're welcome to too <laughs> Fucking hell yeah, dude. What does that have to do, what, what does that have to do with anything? What are you fucking doing? What the fuck are you talking about? You went there going to be on your best behavior because you're like, oh, these people could fucking ruin my life. This sucks. But then you tell them, hey, guess what, dude? You could fucking smoke at the table. You could do whatever. No. I'm a waiter, too. It's <laughs> no. chill. No. Dude, it's so... so that's you don't not get it, a dude, direct comparison. Because you've never worked in a restaurant. You don't dude, get it. Yes, I have worked don't. in a restaurant. That is also not a direct comparison because here's the deal. It's the fact that you guys are trying to, like, be their friend. It's like you walking up to the waitress and you're like, I actually... Sorry about them. I actually am also in the service industry. I'm that a waiter as well. Bro, it's the lamest fucking thing. Dude. It's so th- lame th- to th- be th- like, th- I also hand out Shirley exactly Temple. You're exactly why we do it, though. You're <laughs> why? exactly why but we I'm do a great, it. But I'm because a great customer and guest. I don't fucking you... like, cause any issues. You're talking the waitress's ear off. Do you off. see your fucking face, dude? If I was your waiter, I'd be like, oh, this guy's going to be so mad if I fucking forget his little umbrella. I got to make sure I'm super nice <laughs> to this all, guy. I didn't get a little oh. umbrella, and you're the one who's scared in this situation, not me. So let's Hold on a second. Because I beta. make 20 cents an hour unless you like yeah, me. And I'll tip you nicely, but I, and I'll do that because I respect what you do. I don't need my friend to tell that waitress how much more he respects her than me. Bro, I'll do it on the tip. I got you. I, I got the respect. I don't need to tell yeah, I, you I, that I, I also Missing the forest to, for the trees. I, I, missing the forest <laughs> for the trees. Rusty's like, did you also miss Father's Day? Weekend shifts, am I right? You're like, shut up. <laughs> See, you don't get it. Weekend shifts are great. That's where you make all your money. Oh, no, I know. Fucking poor no, no, I know. And all your friends hang out <laughs> on Wednesday working, mornings. Working Wednesday lunch, this guy. Rusty <laughs> working Ru- brunch shifts. Rusty's schedule was I wake up at 3 p.m. and I work until 3 a.m. What a life. What a life. <laughs> how was it? It was how so was it? tight for a how second. How was it rubbing down my table? <laughs> how was that? Dude, you take lemons in your water? <laughs> no, you take I'm not lemons in your water, gay, dude. Can no you? one's ever washed a lemon before they put I it in your water. I was just gonna ask. Can I you never, ever, ever, ever? I worked at a Del Frisco's. Ooh. I worked at a fancy restaurant. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter. They don't wash your fucking lemons, you sour puss. <laughs> 
Doesn't affect me, dude. I, I drink Coca Cola as like a man. When I was in North Carolina a couple weeks ago, I saw the bartender go to the back, come out with just a bunch of limes and lemons, and put them down on a cutting board, just with her hands, just moving everything all over, not wearing anything. Didn't go back and like serve people drinks and go back to hand slicing these lemons and grabbing them by the inner parts and just throwing them in the bartender thing. So I'm like, oh my god, that's got it. Like I like a good gin and club with a lime, but not if it's been through ninety hands. That's what I never got. Is at the bar, it's like if, if you're serving a table, right? Yeah. And you put the lemons down, you got to put it on a fucking plate. You got to give them like a little fork for it and shit, right? At the bar, they watch you just put your hands in it and they're like, mm, yay. There's what? something about, you know what though? There's something about in the eye of the beholder that you're like, they wash them before they put them in that little <laughs> bucket, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I missed the first couple stages of this. Yeah. <laughs> No, like you said, it's just a fucking dump. Just a dump. Dude, and like literally, if there's a bucket of limes, your waiter, like if he picks one up and it's a gross lime, it's going right back in the bucket. Fucking grab another one, baby. Yeah. Dude, I I will agree with you, though. I've been out with friends of mine from the service industry, and I'll I'll leave you with a story with a guy um, that I worked with at Under Armour at a bar that things went a little haywire. But anytime I go out with people and work in the service industry, you go to a restaurant, like they could work. It doesn't matter if they work at a fancy place, a not so fancy place. We could go to a fucking corner pizzeria and we could go in and they'd just be like i know what it's like brother it's like yeah yeah don't worry i'll make sure we clean up here i know what you're going through i just don't know how you could hear i was a waiter for 10 years and i'm telling you that if you sat down at my table and said hey just so you know i was i'm a waiter too if you get cut or something just let me know that it would make my night better so why can't you just believe me that your waiter wants to hear it Oh no! Because they, sure, they don't. I'm sure they want to hear it. It's just those who they don't, didn't don't. work in it probably are just like, oh, that's so cheap. Out of people that go to a restaurant, pretty wide variety of people. Out of those people, how many of them maybe at one point in their lives worked in a restaurant? Fifty percent of the establishment. But do John, they all have is, to tell you that right. they <laughs> that they know how to make a whiskey club? That's like a not fucking, the like, forest for the talking trees. about. All right. Last <laughs> attempt to genuinely make this make sense. Let's see. If my table is six, if my section is six tables, uh-huh. right? And one of them tells me, hey, I was a waiter too, then I know I can put more of my energy into the five tables that don't know what it's like to be me. So yeah. when you bring up that you worked in the service industry, you're just signing us up all for worse service? Yes. Thanks. Wow, what a win. 100%. What a great, wow, what a, what a noble man you are. 100%. Never mind, you've changed You've changed my mind. Keep bringing it up. Keep bringing it up and ruin all of your friends' experiences. You know, the only... I, my friends are my people, brother. <laughs> your friends are waiters? Unfortunately. Oh, th- I, we can at least all agree that the movie Waiting was fantastic, right? So, I mean, that's a service I haven't seen in years. I didn't oh, think man. it would hold up at all. It kind of holds up. If I, you're okay with the idea that Ryan Reynolds fucks underage girls, the movie holds up great. Oh, I'm perfectly fine with that. I think he does that. that in two different movies. That's yeah. a, I think he does that today. In real life. <laughs> I think he does that in not, his own... Not Zombieland, but wasn't he in another uh, Adventureland? <gasps> Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah, he yeah, fuck, yeah. He fucks weird. He fucks he like does in Adventureland as well. Yeah, wait, yep. hold on a second, damn. dude. And yeah, he says, "Hey, welcome to Wrexham." <laughs> Do you guys know? Ba- <laughs> oh, damn, dude. <laughs> Back in the day, I couldn't differentiate Ryan Reynolds from Dane Cook. I don't know what it was if they were in the same movies. What was the movie Dane Cook was in where he was uh, employee of the month? Yes, yes, employee of the month. I constantly would get him and Ryan yeah. Reynolds confused in that movie. I don't know why they were I think very he was blonde in that one. What was that? He was blonde in that one. Yeah, yeah. That's They're funny. very themselves. There's not really a lot of acting going on for yeah. either one of them. Like, Ryan Reynolds, you can, like, appreciate, but he's pretty much the same in everything. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's, like, um, 
There's just certain people that you cut. Like, there was a point in time where I would just confuse Mel Gibson and George Clooney. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. One of you guys are saving banks and other yeah, one of yeah. you guys are saving Scotland or something, right? Like, you guys, <laughs> you guys are doing some similar shit, right? Other ones screaming about the Jews. Yeah, Maybe similar both of them are. I don't know. I think they are. <laughs> they all are in one way or another. You're yeah. working in Hollywood. You're screaming about the Jews. Could be yeah. good. Could yeah. be bad. Yeah. Although I, I can kind of resonate with the service industry comments because I did pump gas at Wawa. And anytime I go get gas, I kind of like... Oh, initially i would be like yeah i used to do the same thing brother and but what it would always come down to is i would kind of sympathize with them and let them know like you don't have to come back to my pump i'll get out and do it myself but then after a while i'm like why am i creating myself work i was like it's time for me to sit back and let somebody else do it i don't know i was like what the fuck am i doing here's my thing <laughs> if i walked into like a home depot and i was like you know i used to be a cashier they would look at me and go, cool, dude. Because Do you you're want not your affecting receipt? how much money they take home at the end of the night. Yeah, that's, that's yeah but there. I'm going to I'm gonna be a good customer and tip well and treat them with respect. I don't need someone else to be like, I know how to talk to them. And you're like, yeah, I mean, we're all adults. I think I know how to talk to not them. Not everyone's going to do that, bud. Dude, but I hear what there's you're saying. A night where it's, I, but it's there's not nights where them. I worked eight it's not hours and them. made $60. When you tell somebody that you also work in the service industry, it's not for them. It's see, for you. See, all right. Has, <laughs> any, has anyone ever you. come up to you and said, hey, just so you know, I have a big dick? <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Never mind. This joke doesn't work. Just like, I was going to say, that's another thing that we do. Waiters, we, we say that big dick guys. We say that. It makes sense that you're I not know. in the loop. You guys are all in the same not group. Not the dick loop. I yeah. could have easily said no, but I knew you were going with it. All right. Cool. So <laughs> I had to kill it. I love you, dude. I had to kill it. That's fantastic. It's, uh, I've just what did your Under Armour buddy do? Oh, Wrap yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. Promise the people. You promised them. This is the story we'll end on here, and then you guys can let me know if there's anything relevant to it that you'd like to share. My uh, manager at Under Armour, not the main one that was uh, 23 that I was talking about, but another guy was there for quite a while. Um, good friend of mine when I was in college there, but he was just a manager there. And he had this one buddy who uh, went by the name Shit Pants. That's how you knew. He went by it. That was his nickname was Shit Pants. And he didn't work at Under Armour, but he was there a lot. I don't, I don't know why, but he hung out there and he would come around closing time when the manager and I, like we would have similar shifts and it would close. And then we would go to a bar in Hershey somewhere. There was this one place called the gas station that was like an old gas station that turned into a club. And I had a fake ID. We were there with Shit Pants. It was always a great time. <laughs> shit Pants got his name because he worked in the service industry. He worked okay. at a Fuddruckers. And he showed up. He worked there for like a week. He was a week in, and he showed up and shit his pants one day an hour into his shift, and he just left. He rocked fud. Hey, by the way, <laughs> by the way, that's the move. You leave. You leave, bro. You got seven hours left. You leave. Yeah. Well, you try to get your deposit back on the uniform. <laughs> you just walk back. I'm gonna take my lunch. You're like, you just got here. So yeah, he he just my left. Breakfast. So. They tried calling him. He never called them back. That was just the that was just the end of it. I mean, and he just like I think he never even got paid for what he was there for. But then ever since then, he just went by shit pants. And then one night at a bar, uh, my former manager went into the back uh, room of the bar, like with their kitchen area. Obviously, they weren't serving food at this point. It was like karaoke night. He went back there and he comes out like a minute later and he holds up like sets of knives and he's like, "Look what I found back there!" Into a crowded bar. And then somebody comes running. What the the fuck are you doing with that and we got thrown out of the bar and all on karaoke night and we're never allowed back in there and that's that's my your story. service industry story yeah and one that guy was brendan dunnigan <laughs> <laughs> 
And you see how it all ties back where one of them was a guy that shit his pants while wait- waitering, waitering, wait, host, serving. Serving. I'm yeah. sorry. I serving, actually prefer saying waiting, but yeah. <laughs> serving at Fuddruckers. He shit his pants and the other time was going into the back room and pulling out a set of knives in a crowded bar. I mean, that's... I think this might be less of a service industry story and more of a shit pants story, to be honest. To be perfectly honest. Now, every time he goes to Fuddruckers, he's like, I actually shit my pants here once. <laughs> I, I'm actually pretty familiar with the back kitchen and the back bathroom. Yeah. I used to work here. They've gone back there a few times. Yeah. I know oh what it's God. like to serve french fries and really pay for it. I, I have an important question. Uh, what was Shit Pants' first name? I couldn't even tell you, dude. That's the problem. I was praying it started with F because we call him like Fuddrucker Frankie or something. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know how much shorter it was than Shit Pants because not a lot of names are longer. <laughs> shit for pants it to be a nickname. Off, shit Pants rolls off the tongue so nicely and it's always yeah. a conversation starter. You know, like how'd you get the name Shit Pants? Like, yo, is that Shit Pants <laughs> Sean? Did, like, girls he dated call him that? Dude, I don't even. I, he, yeah. you know what? They the last, the last I saw of him, he stopped going by shit pants and he left another job that he had because I only knew him through my manager. And after a while, I'd be asking about shit pants. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, I don't really talk to him anymore. He stopped doing drugs and now he's the girl he was with was a fucking smoke show. Like he just got off of heroin and stopped going by shit pants and he's like dating a dime. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who would have guessed it was the only thing holding him back? <laughs> <laughs> changed, legally changed his name to SP Fuddrucker. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now he owns four chains of Fuddruckers. Yeah. Dude, one of his friends just sits him down. I'm thinking maybe you stop going by shit pants. He's like, do you think it's time? He's like, yeah, dude, you're 27. <laughs> he immediately just cleans up his life. I'm just picturing like a How I Met Your Mother where he's like explaining to his kids the story. He goes, and then he told me to stop calling myself shit pants and change my life. And that's how I met your mother. Oh my God. This would be a series or a documentary that I would watch. Like somebody turning their life around from being shit pants to like just banging tents. Like I would watch that. And that's an underdog story. Yeah, that is a true miracle on ice. It'd be the miracle inside of a fun Rutgers. <laughs> I would pay to watch it. Uh, will you guys have any uh, parting words for uh, fellow South Jerseyans that are dumb enough to listen to this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you guys have a free couch, I'm in the market. <laughs> you really need a free couch, huh? Uh, we're, we're setting up like the basement area for like our, yeah. our podcast similarly. And I was nice. like, it would just be really nice to not spend money, but also have a place for people to sit. Hell so yeah, dude. It's really not for me. It's just for our guests who and I will treat like garbage. Imagine As, yeah. how funny it would be to watch our podcast and to like see us like laugh and put our face on the couch and be like, yo, I farted and came there. Like, <laughs> well, somebody on Give me your of, farty cum couch. One of the ones that said, this is just a cleaning stand, stain. And I was like, what am I supposed to just believe you? Yeah. Dude, it's a huge stain. They go, cleaning stain. I go, I don't know. What are we doing? If that's a system? cleaning stain, then what's the rest of the couch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to need your guys' help getting me out of this. I might like rip a hole in my pants from the stains on this thing. I'm stuck to this thing. It's like Velcro. Um, but you can see we obviously did the same. We invested in furniture for our guests as well. No, but this is sick. It, it comes with a cup holder. Yeah, it comes with a cup holder. You could fit a flask in there. You could fit a tall boy of uh, bush light. Not the fucking regular bush lights. The bush light camo cans because we're fucking classy. And we will bring these to Little League games. So why don't you guys <laughs> and talk? The, and the peach bush lights. <laughs> yeah, those Bro, things. I'm not above those. Those things can get a toothless white girl wet. Yeah, I fucking bring those to every Little League game in the fall that I can. Fall baseball, a little nippy outside. That'll get the women going. <laughs> You guys have uh, you can talk about your podcast. Oh, dude! Well, we, you know, you know the name. You love the name. You love the cast. Big Boy Mountain, fucking streaming everywhere. 
dude, all we do is get guests on to reveal their fucking inner deepest darkest secrets. Maybe not even the secrets. Even, yeah. even if you just want to reveal stuff that everybody, you know, is knows. Like maybe you'd shit your pants and everybody calls you that. That's just being vulnerable on the cast. Fuck. You know we're gonna get yeah. You got Danny Callahan on there, gonna make him fucking tell all his deep dark secrets. Now, has anybody come on and revealed secrets that were kind of admitting to a crime that's gone unsolved? Uh, people have like doxxed other people for crimes <laughs> semi accidentally. We've gotten stuff where they're like, "We'll tell you off air," and we're like, "That's exactly what we're looking for." Fuck yeah! Like, like yeah, like a, a, what comics have sent me dick pics and stuff like, like that. that shit, or like. Uh, you know, even we had Brendan on, and he told us a story about how he knocked somebody out, but then also got jumped right afterwards. <laughs> and you're like, "Damn, that was sick!" Because you could have just stopped at the first part. Yeah, yeah, that's such a bad boy move. I would have thought that like the the baddest thing that Brendan's done is just like left his diabetes medication at home. But <laughs> apparently, he's just knocking bros out. Listen, there's was it a man or was it a woman that Brendan knocked out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just three little girls. <laughs> Three little girls, And dude. this was a month ago, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, they, they were tough. They were sailors on the, the sail ship lollipop. <laughs> you, think, you think Brendan's in Cancun for his honeymoon? He's on... Dude, he's running from the law. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for a guy that looks like he could be anywhere from the fifth grade to the seventh grade. And he's got a, and he's got a couple of black eyes. <laughs> this just in, fellow students. Brendan Donegan on the wham. <laughs> uh, well... Thank you guys for knocking it out of the park for yet another episode of the Bad Boy Program. Um, Hit our hotline up. Send us some nudes. Send us some dick pics or death threats. 856-617-4626. Send us some dick threats. Yeah. And then message these guys on their podcast program at the Big Boy Mountain. Is that your tag handle on the Instagrams? That is at Big Boy Mountain. We're also accepting uh, uh, (laughs) our new segment, uh, uh, MILF Mail. Uh, we, we want it's nothing sexual we just want some some milfs out there to tell us about how they've embarrassed or been disappointed by their child yeah uh, we want you to air why you're embarrassed of your children and, and we just want some just some just some mommy mountain visitors mommy yeah. mountain visitors come yeah. and hang your bra on our clothesline air out that dirty laundry hell yeah i'm gonna find some moms to call into this program god that would be that would I'll make come, my life i'll come in and have some some moms i find on craigslist reveal some shit <laughs> please god like, hey this mom is also a free couch <laughs> I, i'm gonna bring over a lady i met on craigslist if that's all right <laughs> Fucking love you, dude. Fucking love this. Well, thank you guys again. We'll see you later. Kisses.